Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Friends Podcast, man. Thank you so yes, much sir. for joining us. If it's your first time, thank you for coming through. We appreciate you. My name is Matt, and I'm here with my two co-hosts. What's up, y'all? It's Jermaine. And this is Rod, and this is the Friends Podcast. Make sure you check us out. We're streaming everywhere, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, our radio, YouTube. Also, make sure you check out our socials at the Friends Pod on Instagram, TikTok, and go check out uh, the merch. Go grab a shirt, and we got some uh, dope-ass rugs out. Most definitely. So let's kind of start off like this. You know, it's been a while since we've done this, I believe. You know, Jermaine is back. Welcome back to you. Um, thank you. Thank you. So, yeah. So let's let's kind of talk about our weeks. Uh, who wants to go first and tell us about what's been going on with them? I can go. I feel like, yeah, it's been a minute since I recorded. I have been all over the universe. It feels like um, I spent some time in Chicago uh catching up with some people out there some of my friends out there mm-hmm. um and then i was in vegas for summer league my family does that every year mm-hmm. and summer league is a really funny experience if you've never been to vegas around that time because you know it's like the same as if you go for like a fight week like you have more maybe like celebrities or like people with money there around the same time Mm -hmm. Um, so obviously you have, you know, um, NBA rookies or, you know, some guys in their second year, but you have some of their teammates who show out, um, who show up, um, another, you know, people who want to be associated. And so of course, along with that, you also see some groupies. So I did get some good groupie watching Mm. over the week, um, which is always entertaining. Oh man. Oh Yeah. And you can tell it's like so obvious. They aren't even like transparent about it. It's like, man, what are you doing here? So you was at the athlete uh, after parties? No, I didn't. You know what's funny? And then when I be where the groupies at? No, that's thing. Well, so I don't party when I go to Vegas. I always go in like a family situation. So I've actually never partied in Vegas. But um, you'll just like you'll either see them at the games, or a lot of the players stay at the Aria. You'll see them at the Aria, and they just look out of place like they just look extra over the top you know you'll see so so you was at the game i have been yeah i go to games mm-hmm. no i'm saying like where did you see the groupies at that's what i'm trying to understand like where were they at yeah you'll see them at the games mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just like what's funny is you can tell the sections where like the family sits and so you'll see like the family and maybe even like the real girlfriend and then, like, the groupies right behind that. Well, they have their own section. Okay. You know, you can't not to hustle them. Right. I understand. I understand. Like, you know, you're trying to get a bag. I get it. I get yeah. It. And, you know, it's a smart move. It's like, let me get him when he's fresh. Like, mm-hmm. he's young. Nobody even really knows him yet. We don't know what he's going to turn out to be versus the player who's already established. And he don't know how to handle these situations yet. He's he's new in the game. Like maybe some maybe in college, maybe he was handling these situations, but like NBA groupie versus college groupie. Totally different. And yeah. the NBA groupies, what's funny is like these are grown women. Like that's how you can tell that they're like groupies. You know, the a lot of the guys who are coming to league now, you know, they're young. They're 19, 20, 21. Mm-hmm. And you'll see a woman who's 28, 29. It's like, all right, why why else would you be here at these games? You don't have mm-hmm. a, a son this age. You don't look like you're into basketball. I'm trying to catch them one. I, I respect it though. I respect <laughs> it. Um, Rob, what's going on with you this week? What's been going on with you this past seven days, man? Uh, this week has been pretty uh chill for me. 
went to like some little dodgeball um, bar event. And uh, yeah, you know, other than that, just uh, cooling. What about you? Shit, me. Um, what did I do this week? Went out and hung out with my mom yesterday. That was interesting. Um, went out and had some good barbecue with her, just walking a little bit around Detroit. Why was that, that was interesting? Cool. No, it just was. Cause we don't, I, I don't know the last time like that I went out with just my mom. Like, it'll, it'll usually mm-hmm. be my mom and my sister. But, um, you know, like I, I might like go over there when it's just her. But like just going out and like going out to eat with my mom, like I never did that. Mom Sunday. Yeah, yeah, it was something like that. So that was cool. Um, that was a cool um, um, experience. Other than that, I, I don't know. I haven't been doing shit to be honest. I just been on watching YouTube, <laughs> watching YouTube. I, I do, I do have a new couch, so I just been enjoying this new couch that I have. Um, very comfortable, very cozy. Um, but yeah, other than that, I'm not gonna drag drag it along too much. But uh, yeah, so that's what's going on with me. But we can go ahead and get to this first topic that we got. I don't even know if I want to intro this one is nasty. I don't even know if I want to intro this one. You got it. <laughs> so let's get into this first topic. So uh, I kind of want to talk about something that I've I heard of recently, something that's been happening and been going on in the NBA world. Uh, actually, this guy is playing in Taiwan right now. He did used to be in the NBA, but we're talking about Dwight Howard. So Dwight Howard seems like he's facing a lawsuit right now, um, you know, for some assault and battery by a man who alleges that the uh, the basketball star tried to force him into a threesome with another man. Um, so yeah, that's, that's a, that's a very sticky situation. Uh, I don't even, I don't know if we should tread lightly with this one. I have no idea, but yeah, so that's what's going on right now. Um, I know some text messages came out where it seemed like he wanted, he was, they was having a conversation. They was exchanging pictures, things like that. Um, and we've heard allegations of this nature from Dwight Howard, you know, from from the past. So this is, you know, maybe par for the course for him. So I just kind of want to get you guys' standpoint. Like when you heard this news, was it something that shocked you? And just your overall thoughts on it. Like what's, you know, how do y'all, does this make y'all look at Dwight Howard any differently just because of these allegations? Yeah, I feel like it's a bit weird. Um, you never really hear about allegations man on man. So that's one thing that I'm kind of uh, thinking about. And then uh, when I was looking more into the story and he kind of explained the play-by-play and what Dwight Howard was doing, it does make me look a little bit at Dwight Howard. And I mean, like for the audience, um, yeah, it was a mental man, but there was a third person that Dwight had invited over. He said it was a, a man as a woman um, was there with them as well. And they were all, he joined each other's company. And I feel like you always got to tread lightly, but it's also like, I feel like he kind of had an idea of what was going on and why Dwight Howard was inviting him there because he kind of goes into Dwight Howard. They was, they was texting back and forth prior to them actually meeting up. And they were mm-hmm. texting kind of kinky and Dwight Howard was showing, talking about, let me see your D and all that kind of stuff prior to getting there so it's like when you get there and now you're trying to be the old allegations and i didn't know it's kind of like you're right that that does happen sometimes where like sometimes okay like the text might sound crazy and they get there and they'd be like oh like i, I ain't really want all that but 
let me provide a little bit more con a little bit more context for you. So per the lawsuit obtained by Radar, Harper alleged that while he was hooking up solo with Howard, a man reportedly dressed as a woman named Kitty arrived. They put on a film. And then so I guess basically what it's saying is like, I guess maybe the person agreed to do it with Dwight Howard, but some other person came in and started doing things that wasn't part of the agreement you know Dwight Howard is a freaky man <laughs> no yeah he on some freak timing like 1000 percent. freaky um yeah <laughs> is that the move though like you put on the tape like just to get shit popping off I mean that is a crazy way to bring in another person like you know I'm gonna distract you by putting on the tape you might not even notice that somebody else just popped up in here. But that's the thing, though. I mean, I remember, like, when I was in college, one of my homeboys used to say, like, that's what him and his girl would do. Like, they would watch the tape and then try to, like, do what the tape did. Like, they would try to, you know what I'm saying? Like, imitate the tape. Your so, homeboy did that? Yeah. I mean, you know him. You know him. Like, he used to, we used to hang out with him. He used to tell us, like, stories that's like That's a wild that. thing to say what I know about. <laughs> I'm just saying you know who I'm talking about. But yeah, so I, that don't really seem weird to me. What's weird is just you bringing somebody in and that's like, oh, like, hey, can can he can he get in too? Like that's that's just strange to me. You know what I mean? It's almost like running a train. No, no, he, Dwight Howard told him that the other person was gonna be there. Really? Yeah, it was all like text messages between each other. So the guy was aware that Dwight Howard was trying to get another person involved because he said that he was text before. Um, dude arrived and said, hey, I got another person that's coming over. Is it cool if they join in on the, the sets? Oh, really? Because, yeah, it was supposed to be apparently, I guess the guy was thinking it was just going to be him and Dwight or something, the him and relationships. And Dwight was like, oh, I got another friend uh, that's going to want to come by. So that's what Dwight wanted, just like multiple people. And I think that's what the issue is with the guy. I think it's because it's unwanted because there was a third person and yeah, I, I, I'm not understanding like his like whole argument because I feel like if you go there for sex and a guy they perform a, a oral or whatever with him, the lady, and then like you're there still sitting there, it's kind of like, why don't you just go? Like, mm -hmm. I, I just don't get it. It's like you, you waited for the dick and then like now it's like. I can't get out of here, and I'm, now I'm going to go ahead. I feel like it's just to put Dwight out. Like I feel like that's what the whole story is. The 100%. point. A hundred percent. I'm like, I'm on the side here, like, trying to read the article and, like, read piece by piece because I'm like, there has to be a detail that's missing because I, I don't want to victim blame, but I'm confused as to where, like, the lawsuit is coming from. Like, how can you sue somebody for this like i don't know if i i see that there's a point where like dwight was forceful or he took advantage of this other person um like i said to me low-key it just feels like i want him outed like he's yeah. been you know low-key for a while but there have always kind of been rumors about his sexuality and i just want people to know that's really what this screams to me especially because like I don't even, I hate to say it, but like if if this was Dwight and two women, I don't even know if this would be newsworthy. I'd be pretty much Tristan. Even right now, it's, it sounds crazy. Because, I mean, I do understand your, your point, Jermaine, where it's like, oh, it just seemed like, all right, well, 
let me just let me just out this nigga. But it does seem like there was some some forceful stuff going on. Let me see if I can share my screen because I don't even know if I want to read yeah. this out loud. Please do because I'm like I'm so. Lots. I mean, it's because he said that, um, no, I don't really feel comfortable doing that. And he said he felt pressure to do it. Mm-hmm. But but it's still like you still did it, even yeah. though he said no. And, and then he was, yeah, I don't know. Once again, I'm not trying to victim blame per se, but I'm looking at some of the, the texts and like Dwight had even said like, yo, I'm not gay, but I am like, I'm a little nasty. Like I'm into some freaky stuff. And then later, you know, um, when the guy was en route, Dwight told him like that he wanted to have a threesome with a dude or a woman. So mm-hmm. you still went. And I'm seeing the other person said like, oh, he didn't want to have a threesome, but he showed up at his home. If you don't want to have a threesome, go home. Like I I, I told you kind of what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he should have never showed up. I think the only reason he popped up was because it was Dwight Howard. Exactly. And that part like, you, you can't say yeah. is like celebrity influence because right didn't force you to go you wanted to go because you felt like that was a look for you like that was a story that you got to tell like oh i've been with a celebrity he got a story dwight and they all got their rocks off that's what it sounds like okay so do you want me to read this i mean sure if you want to um so who is kitty Kitty, so remember I said like the, the third person that came in that was dressed as a woman? That, that's Kitty. Okay. So the suit claims Kitty anally penetrated Howard while he shoved his penis into Harper's mouth against his will. Left feeling shocked over the encounter. Harper is now suing for assault, battery, intentional infliction of emotional distress, and false imprisonment. That's some wild shit. And... You know, that's why I said, like, I understand where you're coming from. But, I mean, if this is all true, the things that, that you just read in, that, in those couple of sentences, then it's like, okay, like, I, I guess. And I'm really not trying to cape for Dwight. Like, let me put that out there. I am not trying to cape for Dwight right. at all. Um, But I think that's where, like, there gets to be some confusion around, like, sex and sex acts when like if we're texting about and a lot of people do this men do it women do it where who you show up in as over text is not how you show up in real life mm-hmm. like you will be nasty freaky i'm down for whatever via text and then you show up and want to get shy <laughs> now i'm not saying that's the reason that somebody should take advantage of you at all let me be clear but right. what did you you expect like you know you kind of have been leading on like, yo, I'm, I'm down for whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, through the text, yeah, this sounded like shit was about to go down. I'm talking about, oh, like when you want it, I want it right now. Okay, I'm about to get ready. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's easy to just, well. It's easy to turn off the phone. Like Dwight was saying stuff like, oh, I'm thinking about that. Me, you know, trying to get him to come over to his house. <laughs> Which is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> And that was an exact quote. Exact quote was, I'm thinking about that meat. If that's, listen, and he started off. You trouble. (laughs) He started, exactly. He started off, the first thing he said was like, you know, I'm not gay, but I'm into some some freaky stuff. I am nasty. Hey, he told you right then. Mm -hmm. Even as a woman, like when men tell me like, yo, I'm nasty. I'm always like, what do you mean by that? Like, what does nasty mean to you? Mm -hmm. That is a, that's another very interesting conversation right there. That makes it, me it, think about level. what is nasty. Like, uh-huh. 
I'm like, if, I, if I'm spitting, I'd be like, oh, yeah, that's nasty. That can be. Mm-hmm. That could be part of the course for other people, though. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's, it's really levels to it when it's, it's like nasty. So many levels. Like, like yeah, it's nasty. Like you said, like, oh, I like to spit in somebody's mouth and like choke them. And, or I'm into BDSM or like, are you into threesomes and cloak holding? Like, there are it's levels. CBT. Like, I'm not even going to explain what CBT is, but like, that's some wild shit, too. I don't like, know what it is, but I want to Google it. Okay. <laughs> At your own risk. Um, talking about is, a cuckold, though. Yeah. Adam 22. I know. The cuckold of all cuckolds. Mm-hmm. Like, King Coke. Antonio Brown. He wanted to fuck Lena the Plug, which is Adam 22's wife. Um, he said, I, I got next, pretty much. <laughs> Saying that about somebody's wife is crazy. I mean, he's not wrong for saying it, but like in normal context, you remove the fact that she's a porn star and that she just publicized like having sex with another Jew. Imagine saying that about somebody's wife. I got next. Let and then added him too. Like that's the crazy thing. He added sick. Adam and said, let me get next at Adam 22. We live in a sick world. <laughs> like this is wild. Is like, he wrong though? That's a good question. Like I if think, he a single guy and he wants to mess with the porn star? No, because but he's not a porn star. So it's like it, I would understand if he had like if he was in the industry, like, oh, I got next, but like bro, like you he just trying to get in the industry. No, he just trying to he trying to smash. Like, let's be honest. He's not trying to get no damn porn industry. He just like well, he just <laughs> won next. Is he wrong for that? Not really, because I, I feel like they opened up the Pandora's box, you know, they when did. they put it out there and it was like Yo, oh, oh I'm, we we got this video coming up. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, she just got married. They dropped a clip. Like that's they opened the box, so it's like you can't really get mad at somebody for propositioning, right? Yeah, similar, I would say like similar to like Red Table Talk, you know, with with Jada Pinkett Smith, you know, like they opened up the box to all of their familial things going on, marriage marital things going on. It's like now we can talk about it because you yeah. told us. So. I think that's one of the things about like um, doing things for money that people forget. A lot of us are super short sighted where I'm like, yo, I can get the, you know, I'm going to get the bag from this. I'm about to get the bag. But you forget that like whatever you do for money, for attention, for clout, like you are now opening up other people to talk about because they even could have done the same thing. Like Adam could have been down with his wife sleeping with another man and not recorded it not profited off of it, not marketed it, and nobody else would know. The world wouldn't have opinions on it. AB Mm -hmm. wouldn't be talking about it. But like there was no conversation when Adam was like with his wife and other women, though, doing a bunch of tapes. It's surprising Mm -hmm. that no conversation was going on then. But now that it's another guy, now everyone's saying this is really taboo. Well, conversation between who? Just the public about it? Yeah, just the public. I feel like this wasn't a big deal or a big story until it was another guy involved. But there's plenty of tapes out there with him and his wife and other women. And like they're all messing well, around. I think this is the one that got the most conversation for sure. But I definitely remember people talking about the fact that she was an OnlyFans girl and doing porn well before this came mm-hmm. up, especially like when she was pregnant. Um, I used to follow her on YouTube, watch some of her YouTube videos. And she would talk about, you know, doing porn as a pregnant woman. 
and people would be ripping her up like, you know, yo, this isn't cool. This isn't okay. So it's definitely been a conversation that people have been having for a while. But I think because number one, it's just shocking because, yeah, it is another man. But also number two, like they publicize this one way more than they publicize, uh, you know, her messing with other girls. Mm-hmm. They do. They definitely do. I mean, do y'all feel like AB is wrong for Proposition and Lena? I think the way he went about it is wrong. I feel like he went out and put that tweet out for clout. He doesn't even really want to mess with her. I think it's more or less just a mess with Adam-22. That's why he added him. Do you know? Does anybody know? Like, do they have any history, Adam-22 and AB? Honestly, I don't no. know. I don't even know it if you know who so that is. It so random. This yeah. seems very random. I'm yeah. curious if they have some, like, sort of personal issue. I um, mean, some recent, like, uh, his response, Adam-22 was like, what you going to do with that little meat? And uh, pretty much he's been going at him. Um, AB, he said, I'm not paying you $5,000 for an interview. Oh. If you would charge him that, I, I, I feel like, no, they probably don't know each other. That could be where it comes from, something stemming to, like, the fact that he's trying to charge AB for an interview. I do think, you know. No, no. he's AB's asking for a fee for Adam-22 interview. Oh. Do I think it's wrong? I mean, they open themselves up to this. Like, I, I don't feel bad for Lena, for Adam. I don't feel, like, offended. I don't think that, she felt bad either. Nope. I don't feel that uh, AB was wrong for doing it. Quite frankly, the way that they seem to move is that they're very money motivated, the both of them, Adam and Lena. So if I was them, it'd be like, shoot, AB, all right. Let's let's come up with a price. Let's record a video and we can make That's a run thing. of her having sex with black men. I just feel like, why are you doing this, Adam? Like, if you have money. That's like, I feel like it's more than money, like, for them. I feel like his wife must really just like having sex. It like, has to, because I, I'm sure they made a lot of money from this, but... To me, not enough that would justify this. I feel like they both have enough money. Yes. Like they both make money. They both been in the business for a while. It just seems like it's something that they want to do. But why not make more? But at what point is it enough money, though? Like, let's say, and I'm just throwing this out. This might not be mm. the number, but let's say you already have ten million dollars in the bank. And you think you'll make an extra million off of this. Is that one million significant enough? Like it's not that one million isn't gonna change your lifestyle. You've already made ten. Yeah. I mean, to me, if I was them and I was just gonna get an extra million, I think that would be I don't know if that would be worth it. I was I would say like maybe if I can get five, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. if you go from ten to fifteen, like that would be dope. But I think for some people it gets it, like there's billionaires out here. Like there's multi-billionaires. Like there's yeah. um and you they're not porn stars. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. And so like I, my my whole thing is like, yeah, it, it, you might say like, okay, well, they already got money. Like, why are they doing this? Like, you know what I mean? If they already have some money, but it's like some people they can never get enough, you know, whether it be money, whether it be other different types of things, you know what I mean? So it's like I feel you, but at the same time, they might as well go ahead and get the bag. You know what I mean? I I get what you're saying, but I think 
that to me goes by like the short sightedness. Like, let's say they really are just like money hungry people. Like we want every dime we can get. Going back to your billionaire example, billionaires aren't porn stars. So if you want to be a billionaire, create your own OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. Like Lena, you've been doing OnlyFans for seven plus years. Mm-hmm. Figure out how you can take the money that you've made to create your own version of OnlyFans that is more favorable to porn stars, that is designed specifically for porn stars and fetish performers and stuff like that. You got a platform. Your man has a platform. Does she not have her own website? She has her own website, but she, what I'm saying is like create the next OnlyFans. Like that's then if you really want money, like you got to create something. Like mm-hmm. it's not creating porn, it's creating an app, a platform. A maybe product. this is her beginning or maybe her start to doing something like that. Like Kim K started with Ray J and then she's a billionaire. Maybe this is Lena Plus, but like I just I'm think she's a dude and now I'm trying to get bigger. Need more money to invest. That's possible. That's definitely possible. But I mean, I, I kind of liken it to stripping. So like a lot of people, they might mm-hmm. strip like, oh, I'm stripping to get through college. I'm stripping to pay my bills and stuff like that. But it gets to a point where it's like, okay, now I'm got to where I need to get to. So like I'm a flipping it. Like Cardi B, she flipped it into a rap career. Absolutely. So like, what could, I feel like Lena the plug could they they could have a porn studio. She could mm-hmm. produce porns. She could she could take it a whole different way. She could make her own so many different ways. Yeah, like with all the money that make they make sex have. toys and like sell you know sex toys. Open up sex shops. Like there's some dope things that she could do. I think that's where I don't I even feel. know she don't have it. Does she not have any toys or anything like that? Mm. I feel like she's been in the business for a while. That's a good. I mean, like, I, would, I would imagine she has some like most of this stuff in the porn industry. Like she really loved porn, like in her job, like so much that she got rich off of it and still doing it. Um, got married and still doing it. It just seems like she probably would have a lot of these things already in place. Oh, I hope so. I would hope Adam bossed her up and like got her in, in the position to do the, these types of things, but. Yeah, I mean, honestly, maybe I don't she know. don't, though. And y'all right. Yeah, honestly, I, I really don't know. Um, so I'm looking at um, an article about her, and it says that she earns a million dollars a month. Now, hmm. obviously, like, wow. who, who knows if that number is true or not? But even if it's half of that, that's a lot of money. And that's your point. Like, I get it. You want the money coming in. I do think she's 32. You can't be a porn star forever. Like you, you're not always going to be desirable in that way. So I'm curious to know, like, how is she gonna, you know, position her next move? Well, I mean, some people like the mature. You know, what I'm saying the mature. Like she could be 65. <laughs> you got a little smile on your face. Like <laughs> that might be one of your categories. No, it's not. I promise. It's not. I promise. I promise. I'm just saying, like, it's there. I, I've seen it there. So it's just, like somebody like that shit. The, the you know teacher videos. Yeah, there's that one old white famous one that Wale was with. Sarah J. Mature. Yeah, yeah, her. She mature now. Yeah, she probably about forty something. Shout out to Sarah Sarah J. Though I fuck with Sarah J. Man, still making it happen. So I don't know if you guys like how deep you get into like Twitter in terms of like escorts and stuff on Twitter, escort pages, but. 
there was an escort page I had found this was some years ago. I wish I could pull it up. This woman had to be like, I don't know, maybe like 65. She was like this 65-year-old white woman, maybe even older than 65. And she did not look good. She wasn't like a young looking 65. Like she looked about 65, 70 and was on Twitter promoting her services. So she had, you know, her spread eagle pics, lingerie pics, you know, the titties out. And, you know, she was talking about how like, hey, I do this. My son is, you know, mentally disabled. Mm. And so I do this to take care of my son. And I'm I'm like, you know, hey, I, there has to be a market for everything. But I think that would be the market that she would mm-hmm. have a lot of customers. No, but, you know. Like you, I said, somebody. Saying, you never know. What, uh, what, remember on, uh, next Friday when they went up to that lady? She had a mustache. You're like, say that mustache. And she said, I know somebody that like it. So that's all I'm saying. Somebody like that shit. Yeah, she might have a bunch of old dudes just following her. Yeah. I wonder where her prices were. Me too. I really wish I could pull this page up because based on, you know, her pictures, you can see like her house in the background, like her rooms. Based on the rooms, I can't imagine that her prices were very high. Mm. <laughs> well, shout out to her. Hopefully, she's doing well, um, making her some good money. But yeah, or find her a boss. I, is there likely. Age? I about to say, is there an age limit to find a boss? Though I feel like you got to be like <laughs> forty or under. I feel like to find a boss. <laughs> There's definitely an age limit to it for sure. Mm-hmm. At sixty-five, she might not be looking for a boss. She might be looking for like a. Uh, 80 year old man at the nursing home who's lonely and he's not really a boss but he's got a pension and you just yeah. want to get broken off some of that pension and that motherfucker hitting too every time every month <laughs> yep every, on time mm-hmm, for sure house um, paid off yeah and you know what this kind of makes me think of something that i wanted to talk about um kind of it's kind of related not really but i just kind of wanted to talk about it because it was interesting when y'all brought it up to me so there was a woman that's from houston texas and so it sounds like she went out to Dubai for whatever reason. I know, you know, I know y'all heard of them stories about why people go out to Dubai. I don't know if this is why she went, but she went out to Dubai. And um, I guess that they had whoever she was with, they had a rental car. Uh, they crashed the rental car. And so that was one you know, second. Why, why do people go out to, to Dubai? Oh, you ain't heard? No, I haven't heard. To I do Lena the plug activities? Yeah. But like extreme, though. Like, like two girls, one cup type shit, you know. You never is heard. Is it legal that? out there? Like, I, I, is that where people go do that? I mean, it's legal out here. It's just the, the reason why people. There's a lot of people over there that have some nasty fetishes, and they'll pay a lot of money for women to go over there and carry those fetishes out, basically. And they involve. I've women. never heard of that. That's like what they do in Dubai, huh? Yeah, that's what's that's what's going on. <laughs> that's what's going on. <laughs> I mean, allegedly. I, I I don't. I mean, that's what everybody say. Because if you see somebody that's out in Dubai, like by themselves, you know, you see one cup. You see them post a picture. It's just one cup, and they just on a beach. Like that's probably what they're doing. <laughs> um, so she went out to Dubai, and 
they got in a car accident. So when the car when they got in a car accident, they had to, you know, deal with the rental car place. And so I guess what happened is the guy at the rental car place started yelling at the woman. The woman started yelling back and she got arrested for yelling at a guy in Dubai. Um, so yeah, it's just, you know, it's just another story of an American going out of out the country and getting in trouble for something that we wouldn't get in trouble for here. So I just wanted to see our thoughts. Like when y'all heard this, was it like, do you feel like it's justified that she got arrested? Cause it's their rules, I guess. Or do y'all feel like there's some, there's some bullshit, like bring her back. So I just saw an article recently that, um, I don't know if it was like the police force in Dubai. I'm trying to find it here. Um, that they were saying that that's actually not what happened. Oh, really? Um, so Dubai authorities actually reject the claim that she was, um, detained for screaming in public. What they say is that they got a complaint from the car rental office that she was, um, slandering people, defaming employees, um, in a dispute over car rental fees, and that she was questioned and then released. Um, and I mean, that does sound like uh, yelling back and forth, arguing. Well, so what they like, say is like the specific law in the UAE is that it's um, the actual crime is like publicly insulting another person in a mm. way that might injure the victim's honor or dignity. Mm. Yeah, that sounds like arguing. But it's like she was like, you bitch ass nigga. That's what it sounds like to me. Yeah, yeah. like she she probably just said, like called him out their name. You working like, at a, a damn car rental office, like Yeah. I mean, like, I, I get it. Like you would be mad, like a dude yelling at you saying you gotta pay the fee to get your stuff back. And you'd be like, I'm the passenger. What I gotta pay anything, just give me my shit back. I can understand the frustration and the anger and mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. here it makes sense, but there it's like you can't really do all that. And we also have to keep in mind that these are there are some places around the world where women must respect men at all costs. Like you're not supposed to raise your voice, you're not supposed to talk down, you're supposed to, you're supposed to do whatever they say. I'm not yeah, saying that. I these, mean, the law does sound a bit strict. I, I don't think she should go go to prison. Maybe just pay a fee. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and it looks like the punishment is listed here as like it could be up to a year in prison. Um, or it could also include a fine of fifty four hundred USD. You said fifty to one hundred USD. Fifty four hundred dollars. Fifty four hundred USD. Wow, just for yelling, because she didn't get what she does, what she rightfully had to get. Like that's crazy. So my my whole thing with this whole thing is, we need to start doing research on the places that we travel before we travel. Yeah. There. Just just because it sounds good, whereas like. Oh, Dubai. Like everybody goes to Dubai. Everybody says it's so cool, it's so beautiful, tall buildings, all those types of things. We need to really do research on these places before we go. Cause if we live a certain type of lifestyle, we carry ourselves in a certain type of way. We need to make sure that the way we carry ourselves is gonna keep us out of trouble over there. You know, see Brittany Griner. hundred percent agree. Yeah, and so I think that that's one of those things that we just need to start doing because we're not trying to get like like it's it's like Rocky, you know what I'm saying? When he got locked up over in Sweden mm-hmm. for, for fighting, so it's like Do you think uh, if she does go to jail, she get like kind of a similar treatment to Brittany Griner and Biden will speak about it? Hell no. No, I don't think Absolutely so. Absolutely not. <laughs> 
And I think that because she's not a celebrity or like somebody important, quote unquote, you know? Well, and I think too, you have the celebrity factor, but also um, with Russia, because of the war um, between Russia and Ukraine and the U.S.'s involvement, like the U.S. had a stake in um, getting her out because we knew it was a political move, that they were being like overly strict with the punishment purely because of how the U.S. was supporting Ukraine versus with this particular woman, like this is her own individual action that's against their laws and there isn't any sort of like political motivation. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like that it's overly strict to us, but not to them. But I've but we, seen other stories that uh, people were caught with, what Brittany Griner was caught with, and they got even more time. You know, the thing is, and this also you got to think about the leverage that they had with Russia because, you know, they did the one-for-one swap. I don't know. If, mm-hmm. I don't know if there would be anything that we could do with with the UAE where it'd be like, okay, like let's. Like I don't even know if we cool with the UAE like that. Like I don't even know if if we rock with each other like that. I know we can go there. But I don't know if it's like what's the relationship like where we can just no bring her back. You know what I mean? And so, I mean, I do wish the best for her and her family though. I mean, of course, of course, of course. I mean, so um, do we agree with her or we don't agree with it? With her being arrested. Yeah, do we think she should come home or or what she did was wrong and she should get whatever crime that she's given? Well, I think it, I'm sure it's like frustrating for her in this situation to be arrested for something that's legal in the U.S. I don't necessarily know if I'm super sympathetic to her situation because I do think you got to be aware of other cultures and their customs when you go to other countries, whether it's this and you're like, screaming at somebody in public to how you dress to the fighting laws like you mentioned with asap rocky like i think sometimes as americans generally speaking like we do have a sense of like cockiness when we travel that like yo my way is the right way and not to sound like miss maga here but we forget that like there are just a lot of freedoms that we have in america that we've become numb to Mm -hmm. that we don't aren't experienced in other places. So I can't speak to whether it's right or wrong for her to be arrested. Cause that's that country and their beliefs. And they have a right to uphold those things in that country. I just think to your point earlier, Matt, like we just got to be more aware of like when we go to these places, like to really know what's up to actually read up on the laws, like watch YouTube videos, watch TikTok videos, do your Googles, understand like, what is permittable and what's not. Mm-hmm. It's similar to like the green book back in the day where, you know, there was, there was yeah. a book where it was like, okay, if you're a black person. This is where you can go. You can eat here. You can lodge here. You can do whatever you want here. And so like a lot of people on YouTube, they have these things. Like a lot of black people will go travel to, you know, over yonder and they'll say like, Oh, like they'll explain how it is for, their experience as a black person in these different countries. So like you said, there's some research to be done. And I love watching those videos because I always do the comparison. I'll go on like TikTok and see, you know, 
white women posting about like, oh my goodness, I'm in like Positano. I'm in Egypt. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. I'm in Bali. And I'm like, great. So you're showing the luxury resorts, the luxury hotels. You're eating at these great restaurants. You're getting treated like a queen. Everything is super cheap. Let me see what it's like as a black person. And it's really interesting to see how many videos that will come up that are like, yo, I experienced crazy racism in Italy or in Spain or this or this or this place. And it's like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm not saying that place is all bad, but no, that might not be a place I want to invest my money into going. That's why I'll be watching black men to travel on YouTube. Mm -hmm. he, be, he be saying the real. Like the way he was treated in um, Egypt and uh, India was it's crazy. Yeah, it's I've, heard, I've heard crazy things about Egypt. And Egypt is a perfect example. On TikTok, I'll literally see one video like, Egypt is so amazing for all these reasons. And a few scrolls later, all these things about racism and sexism. I mean, so going back to the situation with the girl, do I think it's uh, right or not? I do feel like it's some uh, BS because it's for like defaming someone's honor or something like that. I can imagine a bunch of arguments between people goes on in their country and nobody goes to jail. Um, it just seems weird to be like, oh, she, this is the law that we're going to choose to um, take her. And I feel like this all could have been just solved in one day. It just seems like they're making a big deal out of it just to make an example out of her. So that's why I don't feel like this is, this is okay. Um, also, if she was actually the driver, then I'd be like, oh yeah, she deserved what she got. But she was the right. passenger in the, in the accident. Mm -hmm. So, for the place, I'm, I'm going to start there. The place should just give her back her things. Whatever fees or anything like that should be the driver's fault. You shouldn't be trying to pit her as a passenger. Maybe she was driving with a dude or whoever. Like, they'll try to give her some fees along with the guy as well. It just seems like they're just trying to scam her. It seems very scammy to me that they're trying to get more money out of them. Um, some tourists out of the country. It just seems like they're, they're, doing, they're running a scam. But so, yeah, I mean, I feel like they should go ahead and bring her own home. I'm glad you made that point, because that's a, a point that I want to make. Like as Americans going out of the country, people will try to take advantage of you because you're American and they know Americans got money. You know, so America is, is rich. So like they will try to take advantage of you. So them being like, oh, no, nah, you got to pay for your stuff back. Like that might have just been them knowing that she was American and knowing, mm -hmm. like, OK, we're going to try to take advantage of her just because we can like she over here she, you know what i'm saying so please be mindful of these things when you travel like there's places where you can barter and it's like okay i got what, what about 20 pesos what about 20 euros you know what i'm saying but like be mindful that niggas will try to get over on you just because you're not from there you know what i mean for sure i'm curious for you guys like between international, domestic travels, whatever, like, has there been a place that you've been to that you would not recommend? Like a place that was like blatantly racist or like the most recent place, place that you've been to? Hell yeah. So let me tell y'all a story. So I went to South Carolina. I told the story about when I went to South Carolina, I went to the strip club, right? Yeah. Now this is, so I, I flew into maybe Spartanburg, I believe. Mm. Spartanburg, South Carolina, and so like this was us. Like so, we got off the plane. Obviously, we gonna get an Uber to the to the crib or whatever. 
So this is like my first experience ever in, in South Carolina with the first person I ever met. So we get in the Uber, right? So we're driving, we're driving. I think it's a white, like an older white woman, probably 40s and 50s. We're driving, we're driving. So we happen to pass like a prison or like a, a jail or something like that. And I think one of my friends was like, oh, is that the jail or something? And then she was like, yeah, that's where they keep all the monkeys at. And I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? I'm like, like literally, this is my first experience. The first person I ever met in South Carolina. And was your and friend white or black? I was, I was with two of my white friends. Oh, so she and felt so, comfortable to say that. Wow. Exactly, exactly. And so, like, I mean, but even later, they was like, bruh, like, what the fuck? Like, when she <laughs> just said that shit, you know what I mean? Like, she really wilded out. And um, the thing about that experience. See, I, like, I hate that about white friends. Don't bring it up afterwards. Be like, man, you, you heard that? Like, <laughs> Right. I, I like, hate that. Like, like, yeah, they don't right say now. nothing at the moment to, like, they're white people. They just be yeah. like, bro, like, they want to see your reaction. They want you to get upset and want to see you turn up. Like it's like a fun thing for them. It's like, why don't you speak up to your people? All right, this shit not no fucking game. Like, say something then. Like, cause what if, if I say something, it's not. What is what if, what is it gonna what's, what is it gonna do if a black man says something to it? Cause like you already have this perception of black people. Mm-hmm. Like a white person needs to speak up and say like, hey, what? Like you know. But and so what I wanted to say just to close this out is like that kind of colored my whole experience there just from that very first person that I met. And those other things that happened that I'm not going to speak on right now, like other different racial types of things that happened. But yeah, like these things happen. And that was just America. So I can only imagine overseas where they definitely don't fuck with niggas. So yeah. Have y'all had some experiences like that? Like, you know, whether it's been domestically, internationally? I definitely have. My memory is just like bad (laughs) so i it's hard for me to like pull up specific moments but i definitely had that experience before um and for me i felt it most pronounced similar to you when i was traveling with white people like Mm -hmm. i've had experiences going away with people and maybe we like both walk into a store or we both walk up to the rental car place to pick up the car and seeing how way differently we're treated. And then when the people figure out like, oh, we're together, it throws everything off. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's when it like really sucks. And it's hard because it's like, okay, is it this place that's just racist? Or did I forget how racist people are until I was standing next to a white person? Right. Right. That contrast between how they treat it versus how we're treated is so interesting because it's like it's just it's all the smiles. They show all their teeth yeah. and gums. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, wow. How are you doing today? Yes. And then you get to the counter. Like, what you need? It's sick. It's sick. And, you know, going back to white people not saying anything. Sometimes when I've been in those situations, I'm like, OK, do my white friends not even notice? Right. Like, did you just not notice how nice this person was to you and how dry they were to me? Like, I you can't say it was a bad day because it was only a two-minute difference between when you interacted with them and when I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I think they're probably just not trained to look out for things like that. I think Black people, we train to, like, ha- we had, like, a sixth sense about that type of shit where it's like, oh, I see what's going on here, you know? For yeah. sure. I mean, the question about domestically or internationally, I feel like... It's always the same. Like, it's hard to try to be like, oh, one particular part because it happens so often for me. Like, mm. like it, it literally probably happens about weekly to me. Wherever I go, mm. there's always that kind of 
feeling of these white people are going to get better service. They're the one who are having the conversations and they'll have side conversations, but like, oh, how everything going and blah, blah, blah. And then like, they'll come to you and be like, all right, what do you want? You want an appetizer, an entree mm-hmm. or what you, what you want? You want to drink? You want the chicken? Then, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and they'll just like sit your drink down and say, well, you need anything else? All right. It's just, it's always a, a very weird experience. I feel like, especially as a black guy, because I feel mm-hmm. like you just always get it. Like it's mm-hmm. like it's never it's never not that I feel like m- most of the times. I, I think too. I don't know if you guys have had this same situation as well, but like one of the times I feel like it becomes most pronounced is in Ubers, mm-hmm. um, either in like having conversation with the Uber driver, and they're like, "Oh, where are you from?" Like, "Oh, I'm from Michigan." Oh, well, like what part of Michigan? Like, "Oh, like outside of Detroit or Detroit or you know whatever you want to claim." Oh, 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 whoa. Heard about heard about that before. Whoa, mm-hmm. how is it? It's scary, isn't it? And it's like, excuse me? Like, huh? <laughs> how yeah. is that your first reaction, your first question? Not even like, oh, well, what's it like? I've never been, but it's mm-hmm. automatically a negative response. And it's like, yeah, that's racist. It's a negative response because you associate uh, it with black people. I don't know. Detroit is considered a hood, right? Are we not? Don't do that? this. Don't do this. Don't do this because I, I I see where you're trying to go with it. Yes, there's things happening in Detroit. Things happen everywhere. But at the same time, like Jermaine said, you ain't even ever been there. But Maybe when, better... when they talk about murder rate, Detroit is pretty high on the list every year. Are, are, am I wrong? Like top ten? I don't I don't keep up with the murder rates. You're probably right though. I mean, yeah, I used to keep up with it, and yeah, like it was. But to me, that would be the same as somebody being like, "Oh, I'm from West Virginia." Like, "Oh, well, did you marry your cousin? You have sex with your cousin?" Right. You know what I'm saying? It's just some stuff that, like, yeah, it might be a stereotype of that place, but like, why would you even feel comfortable to say it? Yeah. Actually, now that I think about it, I, th- I think the place that I experienced, um, at least that stands out right now, where I experienced racism the most was Minneapolis. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, I did too. <laughs> then, yeah. I think about it. Yeah, and they're like they, they do it in a real interesting way down there. It's like it's it's very subtle, but it's also pronounced at the same time. It's kind of hard to describe. Mm. Like they're not going to necessarily call you the n word or something like that, but it is very clear when you go to certain neighborhoods. Like, oh, why are you here? What are you doing around here? Mm-hmm. Um, when I uh, I lived in Minneapolis when I was in college. I did an internship there. I got tear gas when I was there. And this was like, there wasn't anything crazy happening. Like, this was how they got Black people to leave the club, was tear gassing people. Wow. Like, it was <laughs> sick. That's, wow. Just a random Friday night, you know, nobody fighting at the club. Just, you know, people lingering around, you know, at at. 210, 215 after the club, let's out, and then push tear gas. Tear gas? I remember this one time I was in the uh Brooklyn, but it's like the nice part of Brooklyn because it's pretty gentrified now. Mm-hmm. And there was like this underground bar or something like that, like a lounge. And I had walked down and I saw the place was pretty much full, like except for a couple tables and stuff like that, and a couple seats at the bar. Uh I walk in. And the guy was like, yeah, uh, we're getting actually getting ready to close in a little bit. And then I looked at the Google. I'm like, it says 2 a.m. He's like, yeah, well, 
you know, like it's it's kind of like they're having a party or kind of like a gathering here. So, like, <laughs> you kind of just told me that you got about the clothes. Now you're telling me it's a kind of private, special gathering. Mm-hmm. It, it just felt super weird. Just say that first. Yeah, exactly. But I don't know. I, in some ways, I kind of get it. Like, if you have, like, a certain group or people there who you don't really want there, is that, like, a problem? But what do you mean by, like, a group of people you don't really want there? I guess if I was throwing a party and it was, like, I'm, I'm going to go back to our Juneteenth kind of thing. If it's something, mm-hmm. had something to do with Juneteenth and there was a bunch of white people there, white people there, I, I'd probably be like, hmm. So, so what are you? I'm trying to. What, I'm, what are you trying to say? I'm, so, to that. So, like, what's your experience, right? I think that I think, and I've I've said this before, which is like, just say what you mean to say the first time. Like, if you just don't want no black man in this party with all these precious white people, then just say that. You know what I mean? Like, speaking about how Jermaine just was talking about, like. It's a little bit of covert racism. Like, I just need people, if, the, if you're going to be racist and prejudice and stuff like that, just keep it 1,000 versus just trying to be like, trying to lie and be like, oh, nah, we about to close. Oh, but y'all say, but oh, no, nah, actually. Really, oh, it's not a legal way to say it, though. Like, you can't really say you're not welcome because that's I feel like that's against the law. So I feel like they have to make up a lie. The no shirt, no shoes, no snapbacks, See? no white tees. Yeah. Oh, Okay. See, to me, that uh, oh, it's tricky. It's, that's where it gets tricky. And when you were saying, like, white people in, like, a Juneteenth party, I, I can't necessarily rock with that one, <laughs> that example. But uh, so my my mom's side of the family lives in Buffalo. Um, and Buffalo is also another, like, in my experience, pretty racist place. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the first times where I like regularly saw those types of signs. And it was very clear that they were trying to keep out black people, you know, cause it'll be like no fuzzy slippers, no athletic wear, no hats, no gym shoes. It's like, all right. But at the same time, if I, to your point, Rod, about like if I had a business and I wanted to keep a certain type of crowd out, that's also what I would do. Uh, because to me, it's not always necessarily a race thing. Like it could be a race thing. And in those cases, it was definitely racist. But like if I owned an establishment, if I owned a bar or something, yeah, I want to cultivate a certain type of um, environment. Mm-hmm. Like, have you guys been, I don't know if I want to name the place, but there's a, a bar not too far from me um, out here in Southfield in it's a black owned spot. It's 99% black people who go there, but they also have rules like that. Like, yo, you got to be over 27, um, you know, certain expectations in terms of like dress. And I think what that does is it does kind of eliminate certain aspects. Like you don't get people fighting. You don't get people acting super crazy because you only have usually like a mature kind of grown, sexy more sophisticated crowd. So I think it's cool if you can use those sort of requirements to create a cultivated environment like that. But when you're trying to use requirements to clearly keep a certain race of people out, that's when I have a problem. In your uh, argument there, like your thing, what is the difference between a black person 
given like those rules or to get in and the white person putting out the same rules to get in. I feel like we take it differently when a white person puts yeah, out those rules. We then. definitely do. Like, actually, like you just said, you said you make it more grown and sexy for when it's a black person who did it. I actually don't mind when white people do that either. I wasn't saying I had a problem with that. Um, but what I don't like is when it gets, you know, when it starts to get very racialized, right? Like, I think, like I said, when I saw the no fuzzy zippers, as funny as it was to me, I was like, yeah, if I'm in here in heels, I also don't want women in here with fuzzy slippers. Like, put on some real shoes. Mm-hmm. That is a weird thing, though, fuzzy <laughs> slippers. I feel like you shouldn't even have to really say that. It should be more oh, known. You'd be surprised. <laughs> you would see that. But you know when it starts to get, like, racialized, when you see things where it's like, that's not even something that white people do. So, like, no bonnets. Well, I agree. I don't want to see a bonnet on. For you to say no bonnet means black women. Like that is I already, yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a racial slur. Like, look at those bonnets over there. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Those do rags and wave caps. Get them out yeah. of here. <laughs> like, I and I think the I whole like most thing of the time is yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say I think the whole thing is that it's it's people of all races that don't like rambunctious. Uh, they don't they don't like gangsters in this in the establishment, they don't like people in there fighting. Mm-hmm. But it just gets to the point sometimes when white people put the sign up where it's like, oh, so we're just not going to let no black people in because black people, we wear Timberlands sometimes. Like we wear hats. We yeah. wear tall tees sometimes. And they do be the hood people. black people who be complaining and be like, oh, they just don't like black people. Like exactly. I bought, I paid 200 for these. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. No, we just don't want your class here. Like, exactly. Mm-hmm. And there's other ways to do it. Raise the price of the ticket to get in. You know what I mean? There's other Shoot. ways to, to if you want your different clientele to be, you know what I'm saying? Like raise the price. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Have but, shit that black yeah, people don't I mean, like. Don't people, have no chicken wings. Go ahead. I feel like the big, the, the best way that, that they ever really did it to me was, yeah, we're just full. Mm. See, I, me personally. I got that a lot at bars. Be like, yeah, we're full. <laughs> Me personally, I would be more offended by that. That to me is more racist, even than those little signs, like mm-hmm. the no fuzzy slippers. Like you can see me. Like, do I look like I'm about to start trouble? No. I literally am just here for one drink. I'm not with a big party. I'm not acting rowdy. Like, let me in. That to me is where it like gets really racist. Mm-hmm. I mean, for you, they will let you in because I feel like you're a woman, so they want more women in. But for a black male, just me by myself. They just be like, yeah, no. Nah. Like, I even went to some bars in New York. They be like, you got to have a woman with you. You can't come in without a woman. Like, I, I mean, I've been to parties. Depends. Frat parties are like that sometimes. Like, you go to a frat party and they're like, oh, nah, you can't get in here without no girls. Yeah, I okay. hadn't heard that since the frat party days. So it's crazy to think that bars in New York are doing that. Yeah, bars in New York. He was like, yeah, y'all too. Me and my homie went. Try to go to a bar. He's like, yeah, y'all got to come in here with some girls. It was, just two, it was just two of y'all? Yeah, and they me, said that? you know, yeah. And it's like, it like we came here girls. to get the girls. Like that's why we're here. That don't even make like yeah. That that's some kind of weird type of shit. Um, yeah, but I, I mean, it I looked just, like it was it was uh, really booming in there for real. But mm-hmm. yeah, Can't I was like, oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I never know. I never got in. No, that, sad, that's sad story. That is fucked up. But I mean, just to kind of wrap up this whole conversation, know where you going, know where you traveling at know what the fuck you got going on and i think shit i don't know i think we should just go go ahead and close it out here we exhausted these topics i believe 
Um, so let's go ahead and get into some hi- some highlights for the week. So what do y'all have to highlight today? Um, the uh, Drake and Central C uh, freestyle, the on the radar freestyle. Well, I can't. Why can I not say that? The on the radar freestyle <laughs> just dropped yesterday. Um, fire, fire. Yes. I really feel like Drake is trying to like usher in Central C as like the next wave, the next step. So, mm-hmm. um, excited to see what comes next. And Drake, just drop the album. We're ready. It's time. Let me ask you this though, because when I was when I was watching it and listening to it, I was like, I'm like, is this the first time Drake hasn't put somebody on? Like he hopped on a song, but it was like we already know who Central C is. Like I know who it is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, is this the first time where it's like Drake just hopping on a wave just to hop on it and not trying to put them on? Like he's just trying to be a part of it. You know? Uh, can you elaborate a little bit more? Like, who would you say? Drake so, was trying to put on. So okay, so let, let's say Migos Versace. Let's say Black Boy G, uh, Black Boy JB. Let's say that Smiley song. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Uh, I hate when people try to bring up the Migos though, because I feel like Migos already had like hit songs before that before no. Drake. I knew who the Migos was. You, we knew who the Migos was, but like, what about too, like Fight Night and stuff? Like, wasn't that before the Drake song? Nah, Fight Night was the next album. So like the Versace, that was like Bando. It was um, Hannah Montana, Hannah Montana, Hannah Montana. Like that one, like that was mm. that was that was Versace time. I think you might be onto something though. I do feel like this is Drake. Like you said, Central C has been out for a minute and been kind of popping for a minute, especially you know in the UK. So mm-hmm. it does seem like Drake is, like you said, kind of joining the wave, if not a wave that's already in process. Because yeah. to be honest, like Cinch doesn't need his cosign. No, not at all. He good. Like he he's good without him, and that's why I just found it interesting. Because I was just like, damn, like Drake really might be. I ain't gonna say losing the sauce, but because he rapped, like he, the rap, the bars was good. But at the same time, it was like it he was like going he was crazy. Hop on the weed. Nah, I feel like Central C ate him up. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> it was just I'm a not, freestyle, though. I don't care right. that he ate him up. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I don't even know who Central C is. I, I just assume he was probably some artist from Toronto. He's a, a UK rapper. Yeah, you, you got to see. It's definitely worth watching. Uh, I feel like, and then I'll let this go so we can get to the rest of the highlights. But um, Drake is a genius because I think he really is able to see like, what's coming next and where the current is going. And the difference is usually he like gets ahead of it. This is the first time where I feel like he realizes where things are going. And like you say, he kind of needs to attach himself to that. To I don't hate to say to stay relevant, but kind of right. to stay relevant. And even if you look at like the age dynamics, like Drake's 36, since she's 25, like hip hop, as we've talked about before in here, like it, always favors youth mm-hmm. so in order for drake to stay relevant yeah you've got to be attached to the young hot thing mm-hmm. that's literally what i was when i was watching i was like damn he's trying to stay hot he's trying to stay hot <laughs> i wish i didn't feel like that but i just felt the vibe you know what i mean I, oh i felt it heavy yeah heavy. it was still good though so check that out um check out that drake eccentricity freestyle rod do you have anything to highlight this week uh yeah so Horha smith uh, she just released Be My Summer. Uh, so make sure you go check that out. It's a really great song. 
Okay, super dope. So let me uh let me highlight Wiz having. Oh my my fault. Not oh, not for um I meant Snow Allegra just dropped Be My Summer. Oh, I don't know how I missed that. Yeah, I think it might be one of the songs of the summer. Damn. Okay. That's what's up. Shout out to uh, shout out to Snow. Let me highlight Wiz Haven. Wiz Haven, artist from Florida. He has two songs that I like so far that I've heard. But I guess I'll um, I'm I'm gonna go with Mr. Too Sticky. Mr. Too Sticky by Wiz Haven. Check that joint out. Some real Florida shit. Um, other than that, shit, man, this has been the Friends Podcast. If you made it this far, thank you so much for joining us. And we out. Peace out. Bye.